British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec, New Brunswick, P.I., Nova Scotia, then we end in Newfoundland. But first, riding with the parents. (laughs) Hello and welcome to episode eight. Wow, thank you. Glad to be here. Episode eight? What happened to seven how come we weren't invited for those <laughs> of the leah cycling solo podcast a very special episode i might add because we have two special guests Yay! Yay! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's deborah and robert leah's parents uh, we're so happy to be here oh i'm sure you've come a long way to be here tonight we sure have. So, uh, Leah, you're there, correct? Yes, I am. <laughs> so this is, I think this is day 42. I think you're right. Does that sound right? Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, midway. Midway. Um, and this is, uh, Deborah and Robert, this was your last day of riding with Leah? Yep, but we survived. You did. So we, today is Sunday. We met Leah last week last Sunday, and we started riding Monday. So we've ridden Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and tomorrow is a rest day, and I think we can all use it. So you were with Leah for, I'm not good at math, is that like seven days? Seven days and 700 kilometers. So, wow, you're really good at this, Deborah. So... (laughs) (laughs) I'm a numbers girl. So Leah (laughs) has another two months or so to go can you guys imagine doing this for another two months another nope. two months i couldn't imagine doing it for another two days <laughs> you can handle another two few days but uh, you need breaks i don't understand why only one break a week suffices because you you need that time to recuperate and also maybe explore you know as you come on to places and cities that you want to but uh, everybody has their own goal so, Robert, you think she should be gone for longer. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, wasn't that you suggesting that? I will, I will write that down. Um, did you, <laughs> Deborah and Robert, did you guys train before you joined Leah on this ride? Well, um, I, uh, Robert's probably going to disagree. I don't feel like I train, but I do go to spin classes. I, do, I wasn't going to my spin classes just with this trip in mind. I go to spin classes all the time, and I work out a lot. So I guess I was ready for the trip because uh, this is just my routine. Deborah definitely works out regularly, and it all helps, especially those spin classes, which I went to a couple of them. I couldn't make it through an hour there. Deborah's going a couple times a week for full hours, and God forbid she misses a class, she goes and does a virtual one. So uh, she's done a very good job. She's very modest, as Deborah of mine. She thinks she's not in as good a shape as she as she really is. And in any event, uh, she's got... You want to see her legs? Show her legs. <laughs> Powerful legs. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, can you get a shot of those legs and then you can put them on Instagram so people can follow along oh, at home? Great idea. Yeah. That um, is a great idea. Do you mind? Can I ask you guys? I'm breaking like the number one rule when it comes to like sort of mother-in-law issues. Uh, can I, how old are you guys? Can I can I ask that? Because I think people are really impressed with how well you guys have done. I'm I'm 
very proud of the fact that I'm 65 and Robert is 67. I think uh, that's something I'm, I'm not ashamed to declare that. I think, I think we're very lucky to be in, in the shape that we are in. We've always been active. I guess that's been helpful. Uh, but we've never done a week-long trip such as this one. This was a lot more intense than the one we did last year in France. And uh, This that, had a lot more hills. We're, yeah. we're used to going on the flats. So I, I was not um, expecting to, to do the hills. I thought that I would just jump in the car whenever a hill appeared, and I would just ride up to the top <laughs> in the car. But... Um, I think that uh, we both enjoyed the challenge of riding with Leah, and so uh, we we booted up those hills. Now, I have to just say that we only rode a half a day each, so we each had a turn to ride with Leah, and of course Leah rode the whole day, so what we did is nothing in comparison to what she was doing, not to mention that she's doing this for three months and we're only doing it for one week. In other words, you should take a look at Leah's legs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't wait to see them. <laughs> she is, I mean, it's amazing that, you know, you're doing, I mean, we were doing 50 clicks uh, approximately every day, and Leah's doing uh, 100. Yes, and uh, that's pretty amazing. It you know, is. That's, uh, a lot of ground to cover. So I hope you are training. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, so would you say, okay, so taking into account that you've been doing half days, each of you, would you, it, what you've done, was it harder than what you were expecting it to be? Yes, yes. I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I knew that it was going to be hilly in places, and it might, I wasn't sure how it was going to uh, do, but uh, we met the challenge, uh, and both of us just pounded away, you know. But it was, for me, I, uh, again, because I didn't think that I was going to do the hills, I thought that I would just uh, take the car up the giant hills, but uh, so... Therefore, I did find it harder than my first um, anticipation. So I'm, I'm glad that I did it, but um, I'm glad that it's over. I wanted to ride tomorrow in uh, Michigan. There's a great bike path. That's, that's the one issue I had, uh, is sharing the road mm. with these monster trucks whizzing by us. And, uh, well, you know, there's a track in Michigan um, that's separate along the coast. And somebody told me about it today. And I said, boy, what a good idea. We could, we could take our beautiful ride down the coast tomorrow. And Deborah said, I don't want to ride anymore. I'm <laughs> at it. <laughs> well, you know, I think, I think a lot of it has to do with um, the fact that yesterday was a very hard day. Yesterday was a killer of a day. And so when I was writing today, I was thinking, hmm, I'm glad today's my last day. Mm. <clears throat> so I think that that is a factor. Why was yesterday so hard? <clears throat> because we had a gazillion huge hills that we were not expecting. And uh, we rode until 10 to 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it was a long, hard day. <laughs> Leah, were you concerned at any point that 
your parents wouldn't be able to keep up with you when you were putting the routes together and you knew when they'd be joining you? Were you concerned about all the elevation and the length of the days? Well, I couldn't really do anything for the elevation. I mean, it is what it is. Um, we could I, keep up with her in the truck anytime. But she's asking about before. Oh, yeah. and there, Well, yeah, no, that was the thing. There was the consolation that... Uh, um, that if they weren't very comfortable, they could just go in the car. And my mom kind of assured me that that's, that was her intention. So, yeah, I figured some, some of those, those rides would be uh, potentially too difficult for them. Uh, but they had the car. So I had to kind of just stay on my schedule mm-hmm. and let them do whatever they felt comfortable doing. Um, what I didn't anticipate, but I'm not... Uh, too proud to admit that my parents ride much faster than I do. <laughs> so uh, both of them. So uh, oftentimes I was trying to keep up with them. Yeah, but we didn't have any gear on our bike. That was a huge factor. We were riding gearless, and Leah had tons of weight on her bike. So yeah, and I was clipped in. They weren't clipped in. I have better gears than they do. <laughs> So I think it all evens out in a lot of ways, and I think we, fact- I think we can all agree that all of you are incredible. There you go. There's reasons uh, for sure. There's reasons why each of you are, are great. <laughs> That's not what we're fishing for. I'm just, let's talk about that. <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, that was something that I didn't expect. And if anything, it was just a reassurance that, okay, like, I'm not pushing them beyond their comfort zones and all that jazz. What was interesting, though, what was interesting also is that Leah refused to uh, give up her peignets and leave them in the car for the week, which would have been a nice break, I would have thought. I was going to ask you, yeah, why, uh, why? Ask Leah, ask Leah. I'd like to know the answer to that. Oh, I think we I know the answer. Well, <laughs> no, they think that I think it's cheating. Uh, it's not that I think it's cheating. I think it's a couple of things. Number one, I've gotten used to the balance of the bike with gear on it. I did I did put a bunch in the car. I didn't carry everything with me. I probably took about a good third of my gear off my bike. And uh, I just like the balance of it number one uh number two um it's sort of an identity thing to be quite honest like when you see another cycle tourist you know because of their panniers that you don't see oh they're riding a touring bike you see that they've got other bags and and as my parents can attest there is a community and when you're riding down the road and you see a road cyclist oh that's cool it's a guy going for a day ride hey man how's it going if you see a cycle tourist with all their gear on their bike you stop and you talk to them and you ask them where they're going and you determine am i going to see you again because we 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 rode with the same people um for part of this week and it just becomes sort of an identity thing plus you know it adds more visibility because there's a lot of reflectors on there and stuff so I, there were a lot of reasons why I chose. I didn't expect to keep all the panniers on, but the fact is I didn't need the help. 
I needed the help on the Duffy, and I took it. Um, I didn't need the help this time. I was okay. I think one thing for sure, the bike would look naked without those babies. <laughs> they look... They look a lot. They, the bike looks a lot better with with the luggage on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who wants to ride naked? So, how's the car? How's the car set up? How did it, how did you guys work at uh, Deborah and Robert? Like, how did you decide who was riding what section? And I heard that we there was some safety signage on the car as well. So we we split the day. We um, each rode you know, half a day, and when we stopped for lunch, then the other person took over. And uh, we had a sign on the back of the uh, bike rack, on the back of the car, that said, cyclists ahead. So we would, whoever was driving would pull over and wait at the side of the road for about 10 minutes, and then they would catch up to... uh, the other two riders, and then keep doing that, like piggybacking one another. Hmm. And we're pulling in behind the riders, so that the traffic coming, and the traffic was pretty awful today. A couple of days there was uh, very narrow shoulders and, and a lot of traffic, and that's not a lot of fun, as I was saying earlier. So this way, hopefully they see the sign, and I had the flashers on, so they're, they're notified that there are some cyclists ahead. And it, and it was also very convenient because there was always food and cold drinks in the car. Hmm. And uh, so whenever the two riders needed a top-up, it was ready. There was lots. We had lots of food, lots of treats, lots of uh, cold Gatorade. And because there were a couple of days where uh, between our launching point and um, the motel in the evening, because we've been sleeping in motels, um, sometimes there'd be zero services from start to finish. And so if we didn't have the, well, I mean, we, we would have, I would have been okay without them. I would have gotten food and put it in my panniers, but it was certainly really, really helpful when, uh, we'd be out in the middle of nowhere and it's lunchtime and okay, let's just, uh, grab the food from the car. I think a lot of the cyclists, uh, would agree that having a support vehicle is a plus. Well, I don't know about that. I, I don't I don't. Agree. I don't agree with that, Rob. Well, I, I, had I, a, I had a comment uh, from uh, one of the four sons. Boy, that would be so nice to have. Yeah. For a short time. For a short time. It was yeah. fun for the week, but I, I pride myself on being completely yeah. self-sufficient. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I totally hear yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, You're always, you know, you have to keep track of the other party involved. There's... Uh, there are some drawbacks. I mean, it's definitely nice for a week. It was a perk. But just uh, something that you really wouldn't want for the whole ride. When this ride became a thing, Deborah and Robert, I'm speaking yeah. to you. So when this, when this ride became a reality for all of us, it wasn't exactly welcomed with open arms. Joy. Joy. Mm-hmm. Some concern, sure. Now that you've lived it, and again, you know, the whole car thing, whatever, but still, you've been closer to it than anybody else besides Leah. Mm-hmm. Do you get it now? Is it has your attitude changed? Well, my attitude has changed. I see that, I mean, I'm not saying it's not, it doesn't have any dangers, but it's not as dangerous as I first thought it would be. And so I see the way Leah rides. I see she's very safety conscious. 
and uh, she's very organized and she's very careful and well planned out. And so a lot of the fears that I originally had um, have uh, subsided. So I think it's it's really great what she's doing. So my my attitude has done a big uh, turnaround. Robert? I'm less worried about the fact that she's riding alone than I was previously, but I'm not less concerned about the traffic, the risks on that road. You know, uh, today was a very, as I said, it was a very busy day with trucks and, and RVs. I think the RVs are worse than the trucks. But also the shoulders in this part of the province are probably the worst. Yeah, I think today Or the was, lack of the shoulder. Yeah. There was some yeah. places that there was absolutely no shoulder. Yeah. And we were right on the white line. Yeah, and the pavement is not in good shape. But and, and keeping in mind that Kat hasn't been on this trip yet, Kat, I, I want you to understand, like, this was the today was the worst road conditions of the entire trip. Really, yeah. hands down, without mm-hmm. a doubt. When I in the past, when I've said there isn't a shoulder, mm-hmm. I mean it's like two feet. Mm-hmm. There was no feet in places. Yeah. Like you literally, you had no choice choice but to ride on the road. Mm-hmm. And we're in cottage country on the weekend. It was a very busy traffic day. Yeah. That is so abnormal. I have not experienced in the past a a bad road condition day was practically a full lane all to myself with lots of bumps. That was like the worst road conditions here. This part of Ontario, I'll as beautiful as it is. I'll be glad when I'm, I'm off. Well, at at least getting off the trans Canada, which is, uh, I think in a day, and uh, and it's important to note the reason why we chose this particular section was because a friend of mine who um, who has a cottage up in this area in Red Lake, my friend Lynn, told us that it would really be a good idea to follow Leah from Thunder Bay to Sault Ste. Marie. I thought I told you that. No, Lynn told me this. I told you. Uh, like, when you okay. said you wanted to, to, to ride well, with me in Ontario? Yeah. Um, I, I told you that would be great because this is what yeah. I've been told is the worst section in the country to well, ride. Well, you know what? Before you told that. me that, my friend told me that. Interesting. Because okay. she she knows yeah. this area. Actually, she's going I, to be driving here tomorrow. Okay. Anyway, um, she... No, wait, Leah, Leah researched this. I remember talking about it, and this is exactly what she said, and she yeah. did right. Yeah, so that, that was a big reason why we chose this particular um, section. And it was perfect because... We wanted to do one week. It was 700 kilometers, and uh, it was it was doable. So uh, mm-hmm. we're just glad that we were here for for this this particular part because it was so treacherous. Yeah, it was it was a great adventure, I thought. <coughs> but uh, to do it for three four months, wow, <laughs> very impressive, I'll tell you. You know, for for to accomplish that is uh, you know it's equivalent to running a marathon, I would say. And um, uh, it's it's uh, quite a. I'm hard. sorry. What? <laughs> uh, maybe like ten marathons. <laughs> well, no. I mean, run to run twenty seven miles, uh, run, um, not bike. That's uh, that's an, uh, an incredible accomplishment from my perspective. And equivalent to that would be you know doing a trip across country. I mean, it's amazing. Wow. 
Oh my god, are you serious? Well, it takes that type of... I mean, of... I could, if I trained, I could probably do that. I've run a marathon. You could? I run a marathon, 2011. Do you not remember this? LA Marathon. I was there. It was raining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? I've forgotten that. But that's, that's the type... Well, uh, that's the, uh, I, I would be very impressed if... I <laughs> Never, ever would I be able to do that. That's not true, Robert. Here's the thing. What I've learned about, just through what Leah has been able to, to do and learning what I've been able to do uh, with, like, team and training and stuff, you could do a marathon, Robert. You're in fantastic shape. You could do it. I could it. not do a marathon. That's not and true. I not, and I don't believe I could ride across the country. Okay. <laughs> That's, you know, I mean, they're, they're really intense efforts, and, and it's quite the challenge, either of them. Yeah, for six hours. Yeah, and then it's over. <laughs> Maybe yeah. maybe a marathon a day is the equivalent. Well, actually, we did meet people who are doing a marathon a day. We met today. We met three friends, two guys and a girl, who are running around Lake Superior, which was, I think, thirteen hundred miles. Something like that. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. They run twenty miles a day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Pushing a, and they have one buggy like what you would attach like a stroller to a right? to a bicycle yeah. with a baby. They loaded it with their gear and actually I have some footage of them. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's that, amazing. That that was incredible. I think that's twenty a miles a day. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, what have been some of your favorite uh, moments from the last week that you guys have been with Leah? Well, we've had lots of favorite moments. Leah and I were riding. I think about three days ago and uh, on the opposite side of the road we saw a couple of cars pulled over to the side we saw um, a pickup truck uh, probably two pickup trucks and a small car and the car had its windshield smashed oh boy and left fender gone. completely gone mm. and there was a dip on the bank of the road ditch. or uh, like a ditch and so you you couldn't really see what was in the ditch well we could see that there were people yeah we could see the tops of heads there were there were people in the ditch that's yeah. all we yeah. could see so uh we crossed this there weren't any cars at that time so we crossed our you know bikes over and we saw that one of the guys had hit a moose oh no so apparently, at uh, 5 o'clock in the morning, he hit a moose. Luckily, the guy was okay because he hit the, the, the rear end of the moose, the ass of the moose. If he had hit the moose just broadside, he said he would have died. The, the guy would have died. There are a lot of fatalities this, this part of the he, he, he said the moose would have landed in his lap. Oh, my and God. And that would have been of him. So anyway, he hit the, the rear of the moose, uh, and he... Killed the moose. And, well, broke the moose's back. back. Oh, boy. So the moose supposedly took, like, a few steps and, and then just, like, rolled down into the ditch. Which was a good thing because if he had been killed instantly, he would have been lying in the middle of the road, and that would have yeah. been a problem. So he was lying in the ditch, and the guy went back to his uh, hometown. He got a few of his buddies with... Yeah. Um, with uh, uh, all the uh, the tools needed to uh, cut up the moose to butcher, yeah. and to butcher them, and they were working on this moose for five hours. They were they were wearing these jumpsuits. They were covered in blood from head to toe. <laughs> and this is such a there, Canadian story. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the time we got there, they had they, they were butchered tubes though. <laughs> Too warm. They, um, uh, some of the, they were native, and uh, they it, it bears. It actually bears mentioning that you cannot do this unless you're First Nations. Uh, the native community are allowed. If if you kill a moose, if you kill an animal, it's yours. Mm-hmm. But other Canadian citizens, those rules don't apply to us. So they couldn't have butchered it. Yeah, even even the guy cutting up the moose. He was First Nations. He was he was Native American because it has to be done by someone uh, really? who's Native American. Yeah, it, wow. yeah. Those are those are the laws here. And they were really really nice. Yeah. Um, they let Leah, you know, film the whole thing, and they explained the anatomy of the moose. They took out, you know, they the they heart. were they had the heart, and they took it out, and they showed it to us, and they wow. they should. They showed us the inside of the moose's mouth and his teeth and his tongue and all, oh, you know, the organs of, you know, inside. And they, they butchered him and they threw all the meat onto the, the pickup truck. It was really, we were there for what, at least a half an hour. Yeah. And was uh, scene, it was sure. really, it was amazing. And they were the nicest people. They were so, so, uh, welcoming and, and trying to teach us what they were doing. And hmm. it was really quite, Quite the scene. Quite the scene. Really was. I was, so gonna, that was. I was gonna ask you about any animals you found, but I'm gonna cross that off my list. Well, <laughs> Leah has seen some other animals. Leah, what did you see? That bear's mentioning. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we, we saw another bear. Oh, barely. Uh, barely. Barely a bear. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, my mom and I, it was was it the moose day? Was it the same day as the moose? <laughs> I love that it's a, it's the moose day. I'm, I'm sure that is yeah, like. That was a, that was, that was, that was, that was that really was, like that was huge. No, like, I know, I get it totally. Uh, like just laughing at the amazing fortune that we had to see to see the moose. But mm. um, no, my mom and I were were riding at one point, and I I looked over to my right, and I saw in the tall grass uh, a pair of ears and eyes, and I was like. Uh, keep riding, keep riding, keep riding. And my mom didn't see the bear, so she had no idea what I was talking Which about. Which is a good thing. And then, and then when I, and then, yeah, so, so I, I said, keep riding, and, and the bear, you know, heard that and got a little freaked out, so he turned and ran away, and. Was that the second that bear you saw? Yeah, that was the second bear I seen on the trip. And, and I saw an eagle, which is not unusual, but in this area, I would think. Um, but uh, I didn't see much of anything else. Uh, what what else have you seen? You said you saw something else. I saw a fox. A coyote. Did I didn't, I didn't see. A, I've seen coyotes. Yeah. Um, but fox. in BC, mm-hmm. I've seen foxes in Ontario. Uh, many deer in Ontario. We learned that moose and deer don't hang out in the same areas. They said if you see a lot of deer, there aren't any moose around. If you see a lot of moose, there aren't any deer around. But I don't know why that is. Hmm. They don't like one another. It's racism. Okay. <laughs> uh, so obviously the moose day was a highlight. Uh, what, what's what been uh, not as much fun? It sounds like yesterday was a tough day. Yesterday was a tough day, and um, it was interesting because... There were no services between Wawa and Sawpit Bay, right? Yeah. Sawpit, yeah. And uh, Leah had put 
on her route originally that she wanted to stay at the Sawpit Bay Motel. But uh, we didn't know how far we were from that motel. I didn't motel. have any signal. No I couldn't signal. Like, map us out and see how far we were. So here it is. It's 9.30 at night. Leah and I are exhausted. Well, I'm exhausted. Uh, actually, the, the support vehicle was really good last night uh, because of that. Because uh, I was uh, pre you know, tracking them much closer and getting... Uh, more light and the flashers were going. Even though there wasn't much uh, traffic, I was very concerned about the, it was getting dark. And so we had done a lot of hills that day, and uh, we're riding. It's 9.30, and I'm saying, Leah, we really have to pull over. And we, what, what the plan was to put the bikes on the back of the car, on the bike rack, and to drive until we saw a motel, and then the next morning go back to where we had finished riding, and Leah would take off from there so that she wouldn't miss any of her, her ride. No so um, <laughs> anyway, she said at 9.30, just 10 minutes more. Just ride with me 10 minutes more. I said, okay, 10 minutes, that's it. So we really booted it. We wanted to get as far down the road as we could. And at 10 to 10, which is not 10 minutes, which is 20 minutes, we found a perfect place to pull over and put the bikes on the bike rack. And so I pulled in, and uh, Robert in the car pulled in, and Leah said, you know, there's just some lights up ahead, about, uh, what, 200 feet, 300 feet? Yeah. And so she said, I'm just going to check out what those lights are on the road. So sure enough, she comes back and she says, it's the Sawpit Bay Motel! <laughs> <laughs> And the only thing that we were able to get reasonably was a one-bed room, not a two-bed room. And uh, Leah ended up sleeping on the floor in her on her air mattress, and we thought we were in a five-star hotel. <laughs> we loved the Dolphin Bay. I will never forget. Like we were just in. It was just incredible that we actually made it to the Sawpit Bay Motel and Stumbled and we 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 were like you know as I said a couple of hundred feet from the motel without knowing it and when she came back and said I saw that you know it's the Sawpit Bay we were like euphoric <laughs> and, and, and realistically it was the biggest dump we've had on the street honestly like my tents that, that's all i need tonight we're in a nice place we're at the comfort in in uh sault ste marie it's a very nice place yeah, yeah. I, I i can't get used to all these motels though that's not how i'm how i'm how she rolls yeah. <laughs> she's, she's feels she's 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 uh in a lap of luxury here that's true i do so now that it's I, over, oh, sorry, go I, ahead. I just can't get past the idea that riding my bicycle across the country is <laughs> running a marathon. I'm still stuck Okay, on all that. right. Okay. Five marathons. <laughs> ten marathons. <laughs> I think the effort that you daily. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Let's move yeah. on. <laughs> so De Deborah and Robert. Yes. Um. I know from personal experience, because I work with a lot of uh, friends of Leah's, yeah. I'm talking about her constantly. People are always asking about her and wanting updates and stuff. Are you? Do you find the same thing to be true when you guys are home, that is, when you're not oh, on the road? Oh, yes. Oh, of, oh, everybody, yes. Her. All 
my friends are tracking her, <laughs> and uh, our family, everybody is... is... A cousin, like, the funniest comment was like, uh, from a cousin of ours who lives in... Uh, in, in New York. New York. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, I mean, he's following Leah as well, but he was most she's impressed fine. because he not only is, you know, what, what Leah is accomplishing here, this challenge, but also the fact that she has, like, over 200 likes on some of her... <laughs> Posts. Posts. <laughs> he's, he's very impressed. That's the real accomplishment here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How many likes do you get? Yeah, exactly. And I want to just say that if Leah didn't have so many friends, she would probably be, I don't know. American. <laughs> no, she, there's just so many people that she likes writing to and hearing from oh. that it just she's on oh. her device mm. when she comes into the motel and uh she really enjoys hearing from everybody and then spending a lot of time writing back to them oh. getting a dirty look also also <laughs> spending a lot of time talking to her favorite buddy I think her name's Cooper? <laughs> buddy. Favorite buddy? Leah, I think you should have a talk with your dad. I know. Seriously, you, you know that she and I are together. Is the podcast really the time to have this conversation, though? Mom, Dad, we need to uh, talk. Yeah. I thought I told you back in 2002, but I think this needs a refresher. Um... Oh, this is my favorite buddy sometimes. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay. So do you guys have any advice for me? Because I'm going to be meeting Lee in about two weeks. What what, what advice can you give me? Oh, that's a oh, good uh, question. Rent a, rent a car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, writing that down. Okay, rent a car. Good. What else? Hmm. Well, well, no, you're, you're going to have a great time. It really, this, is, it's, this, this thing is a lot of fun for, how long are you coming for? A week? Uh, I think we're riding for five days, and I'll be yeah there for seven. So I think we're gonna have some time on either end to kind of just uh, hang out. Yeah, well, that's that's you know you're gonna have a great time, absolutely. Not to worry about anything. And also Ottawa, where you're going to be riding from Ottawa to Quebec City. I don't know what route you're taking, but those are both really great cities, and uh, very nice geography in between. Quebec also is a, is a beautiful uh, province. Good. Mm-hmm. Deborah, any advice? Well, just train, train, and more train. Bring a lot of buzz today. Uh, you mean I should? So should I start training now or? No, I'd wait till the day before. <laughs> oh, okay. Whew, I got time then. Why? Why work? Why? Why rush it? Yeah, right. Like I don't want to rush into anything. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, you're gonna find that you're not that that you probably should have come for longer. I know. I I have a feeling that I'm gonna wish that I could stay longer, but. Yeah. You are. I, I'm realizing, Kat, that uh, oh I'm sorry to, to tell you this. Oh, boy. But, like, everything I own smells oh. really bad. No, no. It does, it's even worse than that. It's, okay. it's bad. I, like, because I haven't been in my sleeping bag for, you know, the last week, I, and I took it out last night. I was like, oh, no, this is kind of embarrassing. Because, you know, like, at the end of the day, I don't, I can't always shower. I'm not necessarily around to shower. And so I'm just crawling into my sleeping bag. It's it's not pretty. <laughs> That's okay. Nose plugs. Nose plugs. There we go. In- 
You're Incense. Just gonna, you're just yeah. gonna have a bonfire. Perfume. It'll be a bonfire at the end of the trip. Yeah, right. Burn all the clothes. Well, guys, thank you so much. Deborah and Robert, thank you for being our special guests tonight. Is there anything you'd like to say before we say goodnight? Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you in Newfoundland at the finish line. That's right. We're yeah. going to be there at the finish. We're going to be at the finish, and we're going to take a little trip to Gross Morn National Park and uh, have a little holiday together. So uh, looking forward to that. Me too. Yeah. Leah, anything else? No. Thanks for sharing your parents with us. Hey, anytime. And listen, Leah, as always, ride safe. And just keep spinning. <laughs> Nailed it. I know not to interrupt anymore. <laughs> well, have a good night. Thank you. Good night. And uh, cool. Good night, brewers. Good night. You can learn more about Leah and her journey by going to leahcyclingsolo.com. You can also follow Leah on Instagram and check out some of her amazing photos at Leah Cycling Solo, you can send us an email, a question, inspirational quote, a comment, or something at leahcyclingsolopodcast at gmail.com. And if we read your email during a podcast, you get a free sticker. So, you know, a lot of people ask me, okay, one person has asked me, why are we doing this podcast? There's a couple reasons. One of them is so that Leah's friends and families can still hear her charming and lovely voice while she's away and still hear about how she's doing on the trip. Another reason is so that in a couple years or in 10 years or in 20 years, Leah can go back and listen to these episodes and be reminded of stuff that maybe she's forgotten. And I think another reason has kind of become more clear to me now. Leah's an inspiration. I was out on the road with her for about five days and on more than one occasion, when people found out what she was doing, they'd want to shake her hand. They would tell her, you're an inspiration. Good for you. I wish I could do it. And I think it's really important to see normal people doing extraordinary things because they put their mind to it. So if someone out there is listening and maybe not sure if they want to get into cycle touring, and here's Leah's story and is inspired, well, I think that's a pretty damn cool thing. So... That's another reason we're doing this. And also, Leah's pretty damn cool. I'm a bit partial, but uh, yeah, I like sharing her story with the world because I think it's a good story. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>